live on Twitch? Oh, we're live on Twitch? Well, we are also not live on the recording because recording will be podcasted later, but we're live on Twitch. It's Welcome to Generation Zennial live yes. on Twitch for the first time. We did a thing. We're on Twitch now. I, I guess we're Twitch streamers all of a sudden. We're Twitch on, on my my channel, Referee Vinny Lax, which oh, okay. I'm not very good at branding because I have so <laughs> many different like names and you know, the just another guy talking about stuff YouTube channel. And then uh Wait, you my, should you, you should unify your brand. Name. You should and unify then, your brand. You know what I you really do, do need to unify the brand a little bit. I don't know why I went with refer, referee Vinny Lax on Twitch um when I was setting all this stuff up. I thought maybe my my fame and fortune as I made as a referee would carry over to a little bit of like people searching me on Twitch, but it didn't really help. I think what you so do I think I should have tied that more to my YouTube channel. You should uh you should name your something that oversees everything like some sort of like a metaverse you should call it meta i think that'd be a great idea where'd you come up with that idea that's a great idea did, did you did you hear though that apparently <laughs> i don't it, it, it boggles my mind how in this day and age this happens there's another company already called meta of course there is because why wouldn't there be why wouldn't and, there be and how do you not do it's it's it kills me because the same thing you're happening facebook with, you're just gonna you're just gonna buy the name because the same thing happened. Want. Well, the same thing happened with the Cleveland Indians when they got their new name. You know, no one did a Google search to find out there was already a team with that same name, with the Guardians. Yeah, there's a lot of teams with. Yeah, but there's a team in now. Cleveland. So can, oh, there's a, there's a Cleveland Guardians. What, what sport? It's a, it's a roller derby team. <laughs> oh, jeez. But the, yeah, it's, you're gonna it's have like, a hard time, uh, you know, claiming that that's 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 uh you know, they're going to into your business. If Copyright anything, it's going to be good for the. It's going to be good for the Guardian roller derby team. It so. just kills me though. Like in, in your months of like research and planning, no one said, "Let me just type in Cleveland Guardians into Google and see what comes up." I'm sure they did, and, no, and they went, "Who cares?" <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, whatever." They said, "Yeah, we don't care." Like, it's, they're never going to find out that we made another thing. <laughs> or it doesn't matter because we're the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> now we're the you know we're the we're the big baseball team. Like no one's going to care about. Yeah, no one's going to care about uh, some little roller derby team in Cleveland. And even well, if they're I mean, a big roller derby Cleveland team, and they're still a roller derby team. Like, you know, compared to Major League Baseball, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's actually going to be good for the roller derby team if they probably. keep the name. Because if people yeah. search in Cleveland Guardians, they might pop up and say, oh, there's a roller derby team called the Cleveland Guardians. So when are you going to join the uh, metaverse? What is the matter? See, this is I've been kind of ignoring this news because it's oh, what's social media news? But I can't, I can't ignore because I'm actually teaching a class on social media and journalism right now. This is great. So this so, is right up so, your alley. So, so, so like, let's, edu- let's educate the masses here. Like last Wednesday was our first class, and it was the day before the announcement about the metaverse. So we were really talking about the whole fallout from the whistleblower scandal and all that stuff. And then like the rumor was that they were going to rename, do a rebranding, and then all of a sudden, boom, they they announced. It. But, you know, they're doing a lot of what big corporations do. It's the same thing that Google did a couple of years ago. It's like, all right, we're not changing. Facebook is still going to be Facebook, you know. Right. Um, and that's, I think, a lot of people were Instagram. confused about it first because I saw a lot of posts about it. And I was like, Facebook's changing their name. I said, I don't think Facebook's changing their name. We're just changing the name of the company to be a little more inclusive. No, it's called it's called we're creating a, a company on top of it that's going to own the companies below it. You know, because the same way Google that way created, we can pretend they're separate. The same way Google created Alphabet to own Google and other things. Right, it, and that yeah, you know, I mean, I knew I knew about that. Right, you know, so that that's kind of the comparison. You're creating Meta it, that owns Facebook. Is this a way that they can we say should, the companies yeah. are now separate and kind of avoid yeah. antitrust laws? Yeah, antitrust and monopolies. I don't know. Partially. 
I, I mean, I don't know the legal standings in this. So, you know, neither of us are, are lawyers. So, yeah, but I feel like that is a way to kind of skirt no. around that issue. And be like, no. Oh, no, they're totally separate companies. You don't need oh, to break this up. Please don't break us up. We're, we're totally separate companies. Like, yeah, well, you know what happens when you break up a company? They just end up becoming the same company again 30 years later, anyways. Right. <laughs> we but, I, we've seen but, that with the phone. We've seen that with the phone companies. Exactly. Ma Bell, let's break up ATT and all these little different things. And then they just suck them all back up eventually because ironically it actually works better for the consumer when you have a unified system across the country of phone service because instead of having like a bunch of little regional things that you know hey you over there have a really good phone service me in the next town over has a crappy phone service because we're on you know we're not sharing technology um, yeah, I mean, yes, 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 and no. It's just, it's not good. It's, the consumer it's, is the issue, right? right it's a trade off. You're going to get, get a better, it's like Walmart. I mean, you're going to get better at, service, but you're not going to get better. I mean, you look at the Walmart world. It is, it is, it is super convenient to have everything centralized in one location where you can go and buy whatever you want. Um, it's relatively affordable, it, but at the same time, it's it hurts consumers because. You're not always going to be able to get the best options, you know, if you go with the cheapest options and it hurts labor because there's now there's only one job that he had. Right. <laughs> there's only there's there's no competition in the workplace because it's you go work at Walmart because that's the only job in the area. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's trade offs here and there. And, you know, to and being a consumer nation, it does seem to to benefit the consumer. So it seems like a good idea. But, you know, what what harm is it doing? And, you know, other areas that are kind of swept under the rug or, you know, not immediately visible. You know what I mean? I'm trying to search Ref Vinny Lax on, on Twitch here and I can't find you. Referee Vinny Lax, I oh, believe. Ref- it's oh. full. Yeah. I guess spell out referee. Come on now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what was going on with my camera. I wish I got to I got to I got to figure that out. Because no, I was having some camera issues. I thought I had. I, I bought a new camera for the for the for the show. I figured we can go live. I, I I've been I've been trying to be on Twitch a little bit more. It was it works on Twitch fine, and then um, for some reason it won't work on my camera. Won't work with Zoom. You're trying to do both at the same time. and said nope. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, I found don't know, it because it's a separate it's a separate window. It all streams oh. from from OB from Streamlabs. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, I didn't really give myself a lot of time to try and set this up. So I'm back thinking. using my phone as a camera, which I'm, you know, which is nice because it's a good camera. But <laughs> the problem is not like I can't, I can't search things unless I go clickety clack on the computer and that makes a lot of noise and it's, it's pain. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. hey, so what, a... what else is, what else is meta about, about life? Um, meta. Oh, that's so meta. It's a good it's a good name well it's just funny because it's like they took a it's a geek term you know everyone that's yeah. in the geek culture they like always references things that are meta you know when you're talking about things within As a community fan you know, I, you oh, know yeah. i'm all about i'm all about the meta when we play D D, we're like well not to be too meta but technically the rules say that you know it's like you're trying to yeah. be immersive but you like you go meta on outside of it so it's like there's already a large cult part of the culture that uses the term meta on a regular basis so it's like we're naming a company i don't know like you could have thought of something else, and I just have a hard time watching Mark Zuckerberg give presentations because he looks like an android. Well, yeah, I mean he's a very awkward person. I am Mark Zuckerberg. I am totally not a robot. Yeah, he's just. I think Data has more personality. <laughs> you know, after he got the emotion chip. Yeah. Well. But, uh, <laughs> oh shit! 
it. <laughs> greatest greatest curse word in the history of uh, cinema, right there, because it was because it was dated. Was I was effect. I was in the theater when that happened, and like the whole audience was like cheering. I, did I see that movie in the theater? I probably, but maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting move. It, it definitely, I think, distracted people from the whistleblower and oh right, yeah, it's like the oh, issues for, that were going on with with Facebook. At forget the time. about that stuff now. Now I have to say, people say, oh, they did this to distract from it. First of all, you don't just whip up a company in four days <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. So they, they clearly have been planning this now, for this a was, while. This was in the plans. The, the announcement might have might have gotten they, rushed yeah, out a little they, bit. They, yeah, exactly. They might have sped things up to like, to get it out. But, but I this, definitely yeah, this is this is this stuff like that. It's, it's, it's in the works, right? It's not something that they're just gonna. There's there's lawyers pull, to pay pull, and... pull out pull out of nowhere and be like ah oh, we got we got to change the company we got to do something with this company let's let's make a new company and put a, put all the other companies no I think this is you know because there's been a lot of talks about breaking up the big tech giants and I think this is a way for them to say like oh you know we're not this one big company like the, the big company exists but that's just you know we are separate we are separate companies don't you know don't sell off all our our assets because i mean especially what happened what i mean how long ago was it now with the big outage oh with the big yeah, facebook like, instagram whatsapp outage. Weeks, yep and you know i think that really woke up a lot of people to the fact that like how mm-hmm. integral these things are in our lives especially what's whatsapp i mean i'm not personally a whatsapp user but i know like my wife uses it to communicate with people um back in england because it's big it's big over there but i even saw like when i was down in mexico on vacation you would see billboards and it wouldn't be phone numbers it'd be it'd be whatsapps for yeah. like you know businesses and, and and medical care and stuff like that like well there's there's a large part of the population around the world outside of the u.s that uses whatsapp not just for communication but also for payment and payment you, know, you said yeah, yeah. You, brought, you brought that up i had no it's idea like, yeah. that was even yeah. like an, an option thing and ca- countries where you don't have a stable banking system that's their most stable form of banking and when you have one company that controls all that. Now, there's a bigger discussion there about, hey, all these places that don't have, you know, secure forms of banking where they, like, you know, before this came in, they had nothing. You know? So this is better than what they had. Um, but there's no diversity. You know, there's no diversification of how they bank. So it's like they have this one form that they're using to transfer money back and forth. And as soon as that's gone, they have no other way of uh, performing commerce. And so businesses lost lots of money um, things just didn't happen. It, it literally went to a standstill in some places, which is crazy. I mean, here in the U.S., yeah, we're well, like, oh, I can't use WhatsApp here. I'll just Venmo you instead. You know, it's like <laughs> we have choices. Yeah, I mean, can those companies now hold Meta <laughs> responsible for uh, for those losses? And probably not, but it's it's something that they could even look into at least. Yeah, well, that's also like when you have one company that's based out of one country but penetrates so many other countries around the world, how do you, as an individual country, hold them liable for anything? Especially well, if, if you're a country that ha- doesn't have a strong banking system, do you think you're going to have a strong way to enforce the Facebook yeah, as well? I mean, you especially, know? you know, I mean, Meta, it's not changed yet, I don't think, but, you know, whatever. Um, they probably have more wealth than a lot of these countries <laughs> yeah right Dude, just overall i mean it's i mean isn't apple i mean i know apple's not meta but i'm sure they have like similar amounts of uh capital but isn't isn't apple like like the fifth 
most wealthiest like entity in, in the in the world or something like that. I, I, I remember hearing hearing that. I might be wrong, but I mean, he's, doing, I had a, he's doing some fact checking. I am. Sorry, my my, if my voice is a little bit hoarse this morning. You know, I had my my Thursday night out Apple, <laughs> last night. Apple is number one at two point four trillion. Well, his business. Yeah, it's, it's like, just good companies. Yeah, company. But I mean, compare that to some nations, and I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. they rank up like Microsoft pretty, is number two at two point one four trillion. Then Saudi Aramco, an oil and gas producing and refining. Saudi Arabia, right? Yep. Saudi Arabian oil company. And that was a big controversy a little while ago. Um, they Alphabet's to, number four. They were trying to go public. Amazon's number five. Facebook's number six. Oh, they don't make the trillion mark. Only 992 billion. Four. And then, Tes- and then Tesla. Berkshire Hathaway. Well, we've talked about good old Elon enough, but like, what a villain. <laughs> oh, Elon? Yeah, I, I know there's I, a lot of love for Elon out there, especially in, in the nerd community. But no, I have love hate for Elon. If you but if you really look into in, into Elon, like the dude's a dude's basically a con artist. Well, so he like he comes is, off as this like grand inventor of things and like self-made man. Well, he did make PayPal. He didn't make any. He's never invented a. Oh, I, he's probably invented something. Maybe, pa- maybe something little, but not. Yeah, but that's where he made, really. He didn't even really invent PayPal. That's right? where he made all his money. That's where he made it, but he like didn't invent it. It wasn't like his. I don't think did like he came up with like the code and whatnot. Like I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but I don't think he actually even invented PayPal. I think it was something that he just kind of like invested into. That's like most of his things. No, that he, 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 like, he, he is a founder. He's a founder. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, I mean, he put up the capital. Um, 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 you know, because I don't think, you know, fact checking uh, me live watch. here. Yep. I'm merged with This is what podcasts don't do. Joe Rogan needs somebody there just fact checking things the entire time he says things. It would probably make a show less entertaining, and that's why people watch it. But at least you know when you're when you're listening to the Generation Zillennial you podcast, you're getting the facts as they come. <laughs> you're getting the. <laughs> we're not going to lie to you here. We're gonna, we're going to fact check everything we say because that's that's just kind of the people we are. Does it make for great radio sometimes? No. no. So March two thousand comes from accurate radio. Confinity merged with X dot com, an online financial services company founded in March nineteen ninety nine by Elon yeah, Musk. Didn't he buy the Didn't he buy the idea from PayPal from somebody else? No, he invested in it and then he became CEO. Right. Right, okay. So there you go. This, so there's another so, thing. Yeah. So he's an investor. Yeah. He you know his family mm. owned like cobalt mines. He had a lot of money. I'm not saying he doesn't work hard, and it's, it's the thing too. Like you know, I don't want to take away from what he's accomplished as a person. I'm sure he does work very hard in his investing, but to, to come out and be like Elon Musk is like the sick going to save the world. And a lot of his ideas aren't even good. Like that whole transit system he had with for Vegas. Look into that. That was, that does not look promising at all. And there's a ton of infrastructure that's going to be needed to build for that. And it's going to probably be a failure, but anyway. Well, so, so um, the reason why I have a love hate relationship with Elon Musk is 
even though yes, a lot of things he says is outlandish and or he you know he causes a lot of whatever he says a lot of things. He's well, he's, a, he's a con man. He builds himself up to look like he's the the genius that people think he is. And but the, sa- really but the same time, past the surface, he's really not. But at the same time, um, would we be at Electric Car Productions where we are with other companies if he didn't force Tesla to do what it did? Maybe I don't know. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you, I mean, you, yeah, okay, yeah. You, you, you always he have did to do have, a lot. He did do a lot with Tesla. He forced a lot I mean, of like, auto if, companies to, to, you, to push electric vehicles. He made you know, he, Tesla he might not be the best sexy, car in the world. Right? That's what they yeah, said. Exactly. Tesla may not even be the best electric car out there. But the fact that he was the first out there, say, creating a company just on electric cars and making them look sexy, <laughs> and then other car companies said, "Well, they're making a lot of money. We need to start doing this too." <laughs> And they're going to make I mean, a better electric car. So, well, what did what did have happened without him? Probably, yeah. probably at some point, someone else would have came up with the idea. Hey, does he need to become the richest man in the in the no. world because of it? No, that's another thing too. Hey, um, Steve Jobs is also an asshole, but he created a, a revolution in computing. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, so Bill Gates. Bill, I mean, Bill Gates. I'm not going to sit here and like honor Bill Gates, like he's a, he, but he has done a lot of good philanthropy in the world and. You know, I can't take that away from him. But at the same time, he could be doing so much more. But whatever. Here we I mean, so. this is this is talking points we've had <laughs> so many times on the so and hey, that's where space, we stand. And and, and, but, and again, he didn't like he's not doing the engineering of SpaceX, obviously. He's not a rocket scientist. No, he's but, not there building the rockets. <laughs> he's but, not a rocket scientist. But SpaceX but he, itself but he comes is off awesome. as but he comes off as a rocket scientist. So he, well, he tries true. to pretend yeah. he is a rocket scientist. Like he <laughs> like he created the rockets. So it's like, no, dude, you just have a ton of money and you just paid people to build the rockets. Just just, just say that. Just say I'm the face of the company and Yeah, but, but you, know, you know, people so, think people think then, he's some kind of like mastermind. But, but there is there is a genius. Another rich dude. There's a genius in that marketing, though, because that's the same thing that Steve Jobs did with Apple. It's like the oh, reason yeah. why people paid attention to Apple is because of the presentation. If you have someone out there that gives it, you know, they come off looking slick, they come off knowing what they're talking about, and they give great presentations, they sell the products as being sexy, it's all some people pay attention. It's like, oh, Apple's having a, an event. People tune into the event, even though they're not going to buy the products. Um, no one tunes in, you know. I mean, no, yeah, I mean, I don't want to no just be like the biggest type things in the, in the yeah. world. They, I mean, they still are. <laughs> they, not yeah, to good. a certain extent, they still are. <laughs> but because they, they the, put, I mean, the, 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 the iPad came, oh, not the iPad, the iPod. Remember when the iPod like came oh, out? Yeah. It was like revolutionary. I mean, it was. Well, it was to a certain extent, right? I mean, you know, it was the first time you could hold so much media storage on one little device and. Walking around. I mean, now it's con- now it's super common. I mean, look at our, what, look at our phones. Know, their marketing campaign. See, I'm I'm even wearing the uh, Apple ear uh, AirPods right now. By making them white, made it so that like you could tell who was wearing using an iPod right. and who wasn't. It was like right, it sold itself because then because all of a sudden you see you see, see uh, athletes warming up on the sideline sideline wearing white ear earphones and they're like oh they have an iPod. Well, look at Beats. Like yeah. I don't. I mean, I've 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 never used fancy. Um, headphones or ear, ear because I use these guys, my old Sony's. Yeah, because you know I I really don't notice a difference. I mean, maybe there is a slight difference in these things. I don't know. Um, but, I I only use I break out the good stuff for when I'm editing. So like I'll, I'll wear my Sony's because these are like hundred dollar headphones. Yeah. For when I'm doing my editing, because can because, you can you really can you is there a huge difference though? Oh yeah. 
one, they're more comfortable wear for longer because they're okay. fully over the ear, so they don't hurt my ears. Um, they have a lot more bass response in them. So when I'm edit, when I'm trying to edit someone's voice and make them sound better, I need like full range versus just wearing these things in my ear. I mean, oh, yeah, no, just, not, yeah, not the little ear ear pod yeah, yeah. deals. But I'm, I'm talking about listening. like I'm talking about when it comes to like like Beats headphones. Like how much better are they than than the the, the pair that's like fifty dollars cheaper? That I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they're I not know. the non I mean, but it's the brand name, right? Because oh, you know totally. they have Dr. they Dre. got a lot of endorsements from you know famous people that they knew that would be visible. Well, there's, so, there's, like there's, you said, you, you see athletes wearing them on the sidelines. Didn't Dr. Like, oh, Dre those, didn't Dr. Dre create them from his old ha- own hands? Yeah, him and Elon Musk. <laughs> he, he, he was sitting there soldering the you know the wires. <laughs> I was like, this is how it works. He's a, he is a doctor. So yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, doctor, that's his, doctor. His, his doctor is must doctor be economics. Not John Cena. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's that's, that's doctor <laughs> economics. Is John Cena? What a great gimmick. Um, <laughs> doctor John Cena rapping John. Was it rapping John Cena? I don't know. Or got him over a little bit. No, that was when he sucked. Oh. <laughs> I don't oh, know. No, I didn't like that. It was like it was like okay raps, but not really good raps. <laughs> Speaking of the WWE, see they uh, they had another yard sale. I saw. I I did not read who was released. I saw the headline this morning. A lot of people. I don't even. I can't even count all the names. To be honest with you, it was a lot of people. I think there's more no. to come. But I don't know. Well, I think I don't know if this has to coincide with uh, Ring of Honor. What's going on with Ring of Honor? Hiatus. Really? Um, yeah, they 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 had an announcement. They basically released all their contracts. Um, said they're going on a hiatus. Apparently it came out Sinclair's in debt for like twelve billion dollars or something like that. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Well, they let go of Keith um, Lee. Let's see. Yes, the big Ember, names that oh, I know man. were like Nia Jax, Keith Lee, Ember Moon, Karrion Cross, Mia Yim. I don't know who this person is. Nia Jax. Lince Dorado, I don't know these people, G. Rama, Katrina, Cortez, Trey Baxter, Zaida Ramir, Jesse Kami, B-Fab, Oni Lorcan, I don't know these people. Yeah, a lot of the names I didn't recognize. Oh, Eva um, Marie being released again. Yes. <laughs> she should never come back. Sorry. I thought Keith Lee was super over. Keith Lee was amazing. And I like Ember Moon. I thought Ember Moon was great too. I've seen her too. I, I do remember her. She's she's good too. But I I mean I I the name dropping, but I've worked with Keith Lee a, a handful of times and that, that dude is impressive. Um, I think the problem is he's you know he's a little bit older. Doesn't um, look I, he doesn't look as old as I think he actually is. And um, you know, they're trying to they're trying to go with the youth. Well, they're trying to pay people less. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think, yeah, I mean, they're obviously trying to cut costs. Oh, yeah. Born in 1984. He's, What's that? He's, uh, Keith Lee is 36 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, in wrestling terms, that's not super young. No. Um, but you look at some of the other rosters that, that, that have been mainstays for there for years. But I think they're, you know, they're trying to trend a little bit younger. I guess. Um, and maybe they didn't have anything to do. Like, I haven't been watching the product, so I don't know what Keith Lee's been up to. Um, I haven't been watching their product. It's just like, I have maybe nothing that's why they need to cut. Maybe that's why they need to cut all these people. But, you oh, know, yeah. I, you and I not watching is like their entire revenue, so. I think so. Um, but, I mean, if we're not watching, <laughs> we're 
quote unquote wrestling fans, right? <laughs> than you know what wrestling fans are watching. Um, all, we've all jumped sh- ship to other brands. <laughs> I wonder how the whole Peacock deal is working out for them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's another reason why. Well, they always yeah. go through cuts every throughout the year. Uh, they do. This is, usually after WrestleMania, had a lot. I feel like they've had a lot recently, and a lot of that had to do with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, the whole ring of the whole Ring of Honor thing. The whole Ring of Honor thing. Um, a cat has invaded. Yeah, we got we got cat issues. Um, anyway, the whole Ring of Honor thing. I say I lost my train of thought now. Um, so Sinclair, Sinclair Media is in Sinclair, debt. Sinclair is in debt. Um, oh, they, you know, they were paying their people over the pandemic, um, which is good, which is nice. They yeah. were, you know, honoring their contracts and they were making sure people were taking care of over the pandemic. And they kind of used that as an excuse as to why they need to lay people off now. I think it was kind of weird. But right. That was, that was, yeah. It was like, oh, well, we took care of people during the pandemic, but now that we're opening up, we can't afford anybody. So we're shutting down for a while. They said they'll be back next year. Um, we'll see. I think there's, there's rumors going around that, um, their company's trying to get sold. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. That's, uh, that's weird so for you wrestling fans out there. That was the, that was the wrestling portion of, oh, man. of the podcast. It's just weird for, you know, ring of honor became this like stapled third brand for a while. That's like, you know, all the good talent, gets their start there i feel like yeah they still had a lot of time i mean it's a lot of the you know a lot of people are going to land on their feet a lot of people got released from wwe are going to land on their feet there's there's plenty of money there's plenty of money to be made out there in the indies um the shows that we've had the shows that we've had at northeast wrestling for the past um year since we've opened up have been phenomenal um yeah now that the indies are back so that's good yeah and you know fans have been like rabid and ready like eating up wrestling and it's been great for for our business so you know a lot of these you know they'll, they'll be fine they'll, they'll be fine you know they're, they're gonna get jobs um and there's a lot of money to be made out there in the meet and greets especially once you've been on television oh yeah that's true hey, so once yeah. you have a little bit of a fan base and people know who you are there's a lot of money to be made out there go go to the comic cons and go to, yeah go to go to the signings go to the comic cons there's you know there's huge um Stand there for an hour and sign people, sign sign stuff and take pictures and yeah. So you know, it'll be okay. Maybe I'll do that. You know, when we, you know, when the podcast blows up, I'm waiting. You know, so it says hey. it says we have one viewer. Oh, do we? I think oh, that's, it, I think that's it, me. That's, yeah, I think you're. I think you're logged in. So <laughs> I, I did. I, I I found it. So it's there. I see it over there. Oh, it's got our names on there too. Look at that. <laughs> oh, we got a follower. It's George Hardy. We were just talking about Northeast Wrestling and super fan George Hardy just uh, <laughs> just followed me on Twitch. Nice. I don't know if he's watching, but thanks, George. <laughs> the third Man, Hardy boy. If you if you want uh you know more behind the scenes content, uh, join our Patreon community. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta wait for the Patreon to. Uh, I said when, when if I ever get a thousand followers on YouTube and I can monetize the YouTube channel, then I'll, then I'll start a Patreon. Until then, you get everything for free. My YouTube channel is up to 166 subscribers. Oh my god, it's more than me. I'm at 119. <laughs> my so. most viewed, my most viewed video in the last 48 hours is my tutorial on the Tascam DR10L lavalier microphone. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Make tutorials on tech stuff, and people watch it over Someone and over, over it, again. That's right. They're like, oh. I like this. And, and my philosophy when I make tech tutorials is because 
me personally, when I'm trying to look for how to, uh, I'm looking for information on a product or I'm looking for how to do something, I don't want to watch a minute of content before you get to the meat. Like I don't need your introduction and then your Patreon and then this and then yeah. that. Like, you know, I came to your channel to get information. Get me the information. If you don't give it to me within the first 10 seconds, I'm off your channel. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh, videos about making YouTube videos, and that's that's kind of what they're saying. Because it used to be like that was the that was the big trope was like start the video off, making sure that everybody you know, knows all all the information and where they can donate and stuff, and like hey, do the whole like and subscribe thing. And I it, and I still do that real quick. Um, hey, it's around your screen everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and, but I do feel like people kind of click off of that real quick if they get too bored. Um, oh yeah, I go hey. We're also too for, for petting out video length because you know you want. You want watch time is, is a kind of a big metric. It is. So, watch, so you want you want watch hours. And uh well, I mean Yeah. And but, you know but, but no one's gonna watch if they click off of it right away. Well, that's so, the problem, right? You know, so I, I get I get right into it to start with. I talk about all this stuff afterwards. And then people click off yeah, but, you know, at least right. they, at least you got that part. Hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back to something you wanted to talk about. Because you yes, want to yell, we need to you, talk about this. You want to yell about elections. Because guess what? I don't know if people realize this, but there was there was elections this week. I voted. I voted as well via the mail. Mm. Not did you really? Good. Yep. I'm not even sure if we had that option. Connecticut is still authorizing uh, vote by mail. Well, and New York did it. Had a lot of uh, voting propositions up on the on you know. You know, you know, in the back of the ballot, you get the propositions that you can vote on. And New York had some voting propositions about same day registration. Um, no excuse absentee ballots. And I want to say there was one other one that I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering right now, but they all got voted down. Oh, yeah, I was really surprised. But again, we're in a not even a midterm election. So it's an off year election, which is yeah. basically like there was literally one thing. It's like a death. Like one sentence. person running unopposed in, in, on my ballot. I think there were like six or seven like positions to vote for. And the only um, the only race that was actually a race was, I believe, like the my Ulster County representative. <laughs> Um, everything else was running unopposed, but the propositions <clears throat> were on the ballot. But I think because they're, you know, it's it's an off year election, a lot of people don't bother voting. And you know who you know who always votes are are conservatives. Yeah, conservatives, hey, conservatives will always like, people who people who lean conservative will always go and vote. I I, I see that. I think, I, you see you see what happened there though is that there was a proposition to make absentee ballot basically the default where you can always vote by mail and that was voted during an off year when the only people that yeah. are going to vote for it are the people that aren't there so that way it got voted down so now people that would have voted for it won't have the chance to vote for that in the future yeah you see the problem there oh yeah <laughs> well, i saw it but like, um you know hopefully light. it'll be hopefully be on the, on the on the ballot again hopefully it'll pass in, in the future because i, I want to make voting easier for people we've talked about this plenty of times oh my god um, it's something you know that i like democracy and this is we need to in, increase participation in our government and but that's but that's, that's part of what i wanted to talk about was you know the you know obviously it always happens every off year midterm election that it seems that you know people who lean conservative will always go and vote Whereas the people who might just like not be super politically engaged during these off year elections don't vote and they 
they tend to vote more liberal, right? I think. Well, it's also look that's, at that's been shown. Look who is easy to vote. You know, it's because because we still don't make it a national holiday. It's on a Tuesday. It's during the day. So the people that have the ease of access to vote are the retired people, the senior citizens. Oh yeah, and they're people always that tend to learn, they tend, people that tend to and, lean and conservative. People who are older always tend to tend to lean more conservative. And also the people that have an easier time to do it, the business people, the people that can afford to take time off. Um, you know, your working class people, your people that can't take the time off. Those people that tend to be more uh, democratic. Uh, you know, they they not necessarily going to take the. Ta- Time off from the day to go vote in an off year election. Yeah, just time. I mean, just time away from their day because I mean, it doesn't yeah. take very long, especially when because there's not a lot of people voting. No, but, but at the same time, just get, getting to getting to the polls. You know, like there, there's a big issue there. Like have you know transportation to polls. You know where how far away is your is your local polling place? Like theoretically, I could walk to my polling place, but I wouldn't want to, especially in November. Right. It's, you know, right. it'd be super cold. Um, Even though the act itself doesn't take long, but the time around that, you could, okay, I got to leave work. I got to go there. I got to stay in line. got to do the thing and then go back to work. You're talking over an hour of time, which doesn't seem like a lot. But if you're talking about a person that gets paid hourly, you know, that's, that's money out of the pocket. So making, uh, making absentee ballot universal is like, we need to have this It should happen. be a no-brainer, right? It should, should, should be something that we should just, just pass. Yes. But you know, here we here we are, and we put it on a proposition, and we got voted down, which again I'm very disappointed in. But another thing I want to I want to touch on with the elections, because obviously the big election was down in Virginia, mm-hmm. that was being seen as the big the big bellwether election for what the midterms are going to look like. And Keith, I'm just telling people right now, be prepared that the midterm elections are not going to look very very good for the, for the Democrats. Um, they're just not, it's, you know, it, it, it happens every, every time one party is elected as president, it seems that the, the opposite party has a big surge in the midterms. Mm-hmm. That's been the trend and that's, that's going to continue. And I think we're going to see a big, a big red wave. Um, now, now why is that? I, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to say it. I don't like to say it. It's, it's something that, that hurts, kind of hurts my feelings, but um, conservatives want, want it more. The Republicans, they, they just, they, they care more as, as, as a whole about, about, about being in power. Um, oh, Bobby. Yeah. You saw that the, the whole of Virginia election was based off something that doesn't even exist. It was based off an issue that they just, they just made up. And they'll, they're going to do it again next year. Who knows what the who knows what the made up? That's because um, facts don't controversy matter. Controversy was going to be, but you know, CRT worked. The whole anti CRT thing was huge, and it, and it was effective, and it, and it worked in Virginia. I'd almost worked in New Jersey, um, Thank God but it, you know, you look, it, it came it came close closer than it should have been on the you yeah. know. And, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't know what the issue is going to be next year that they're going to make up and, and make a big issue out of, but I mean, it could still be CRT by then. It's going to be manufactured outrage. It might, I mean, CRT works so well, they might just go back to it. I mean, it could be JFK Jr. coming back for the election too. JFK I don't know. Jr. didn't make it back, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. Everyone that's was right. waiting for him to come back and be Donald Trump's. Hundreds of people showed up for that rally, which we're talking about mind Like, geez, what are people, <laughs> First people of all, out there? Besides the fact that he's definitely no longer alive, um, 
Isn't he a Democrat? <laughs> was. Maybe the zombie JFK Jr. wasn't. Uh, like, what are these people thinking? I, I, it, it's, I mean, some part of it, you know, I think people just went to be like, to see everybody else be weird. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that's a big part of it. But at the same time. There was enough people out there. <laughs> There's enough people out there that really thought JFK Jr. was gonna like come back from the dead, or like wasn't actually ever dead, and he's gonna come back and and be Trump's running mate for 2024. Which I don't even know if Trump's gonna be able to run. Let's be honest. You know, I mean, I know Joe Biden's old, and he falls asleep at, um, you know, the climate <laughs> climate oh. summits, which that was embarrassing. Um, I'm not gonna lie, like you know that's. He was resting. A, he was just, you know, he's an old man. Like he's, you know, I've, I've, you know, when I was in my twenties, I fell asleep in class. Like it happened. Like I don't also, know. He was also up to like at four o'clock in the morning. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> you know, he had some jet lag. I did, had to rest his eyes for a couple of minutes. But it, you know, it does look a little embarrassing, and it's one of those things you just like. Why did we like? We couldn't do better than Joe Biden. Like we just we couldn't do better than Joe Biden. Come on. Um, but back yeah, back up. Guess the, not. Um, but here's the thing too, and here's back on the on the election kick. Like, as soon as as soon as the results came in, and Demo- you know Democrats didn't do too well, Democrats all turn around and start blaming the progressives. And you'll, you just, this is another thing I'm getting very tired of. Um, I'm tired of having these discussions. It's you know the 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 morning after it's all well you know the Democratic Party they're getting too progressive and people don't want to vote for them. Number one, nobody voted. It was like low voter turnout again because nobody cares about like off off year elections. They just right. you, you only vote every four years in this country. That's all we ever care about is when the president's running. Even though, you know, we do have a system of government where the president really doesn't have as much power as people think they do. Um, they, I mean, obviously the, the position's important. It's a you know, it's a, it's 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 something yeah. where you can be visible and put your platforms. You know the bully pulpit's important. That, you know, your, lo- but your local government's going to affect your day to day life more than anything. Your local else. government's going to affect your government. Yeah, your your, your mayor, your, your alderman, your board of ed. Yeah, like that's going to affect than, your day to day more than anything else. Yeah, but uh, but every four years we get together and vote for president. That's really all, the only thing we care about. That's what I talk to talk about. Like, yeah, it's I don't, <laughs> I don't like to use the term normies, but that's you know that's that's a, that's a term that people use. Um, you know, the people who aren't super politically engaged. But, you know, they know it's important to go vote for your president. So they go out and do that every four years and they tend to be more liberal. Right. So and they're not they're not going to vote in these off year elections. Um, my challenge to people who say the Democratic Party is getting too progressive and that's why it, it was a big turnoff this year is like what candidate lost that was that was that was super progressive. Like, I don't think the governor of Virginia was like the most progressive candidate out no. there. Um, and he lost to a to a conservative to a to a multi millionaire equity firm guy. Like, and but he's he's the guy that's supposed to be representing the people. Like, no, it's that, it was that's all what, about, that's like, that's another thing that boggles me about the Republicans. So you know they'll talk about blue collar issues and and all the leaders we're, are we're rich the real, people. The real party of the working class, and then they'll, then then they'll go elect people like that. The, makes zero sense to me. It's, the big it's difference such, between a, the, such a disconnect that I, I don't I don't know how that even happens. The big difference between the two parties and reason why the Republican Party always ends up doing these things is because you, they lockstep behind a leader and just they all follow the same talking points. Well, that's another 
Well, that's another you know, thing that I want to talk about, too, because you, you Democrats hear, don't you, do that. You have differences of opinion, and actually people are allowed to have different opinions. Whereas the the if conservative pundits every, all the time will, will come out and say, you know, oh, the left, you can't – the left follows, like, you you know, you can't you can't deviate anything from the left or, you, or you'll be canceled or, or they'll, they'll shun <laughs> you and blah, blah, blah. And that's not true because if anyone ever, like, actually is involved in discourse on the left, there is a – ton of variety of opinions right mm-hmm. from from and especially in the united states where we call from from liberals to communists like that 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 encompasses the quote-unquote left in the united states and that's there's a huge different like political ideologies like with what they what what they really mean is when they say things like oh you can't deviate on the left, like you can't, you can't say racist things on the left. You can't say bigoted things on the left. You can't say transphobic or homophobic things on the left. Right. That stuff will get you kicked out. Like, whereas on the right, they, they'll they make excuses for things like that. Oh, right. Yeah. Or they'll just play out, come out and say transphobic and homophobic and racist things. But, or what usually what they do is they, they code that language um, and more pal, palatable, palatable, Palatable terms. Yeah. This is why this is why I need practice hosting a podcast because I can't say <laughs> words that I want to say. Um that's what they mean when they say, like, you can't say, like, the left doesn't let you say things. That's what they really mean, but they can't come out and say that. So they'll just say, Oh, you all the leftists have to agree on everything, or you or you get shunned from the from the party or from the from the which is ridiculous. But again, what I really want to harp on is this whole idea about like the Democratic Party being too progressive is it's just a, it's a conservative talking point that too many liberals will come out and, and parrot and mm-hmm. and agree with, which is I don't I don't I don't understand it. Even so, I don't know if you listen to the I like to listen to the AMC roundtable. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, I think they're a good good group of people. Most of you know, mostly liberals, which is which is fine. I and mean, that's what you're going to get on on mainstream media. So our you know our local NPR has a, has a roundtable discussion every morning. Um, I think it's really good. It's, you know, they do cover a lot of good topics, but like I said, they, a lot of them are liberals. And that's what they, the first thing they came out and say, oh, the, you know, the Democratic Party is getting too progressive and, and they're turning people off. That's, I mean, it's not true. It's just not, I just don't know where they're getting this talking point from. Because if you look at the races, it was all about CRT, especially down in Virginia. And I think you're right. I think you are going to see this push. I, I mean, I, I think CRT is going to burn out a little bit and they'll come up with a new topic. Um, you know, who knows what it's going to be, but it'll be something. Uh, but it, it's what worked. And, you know, there's people out there. I don't like CRT. Well, what is it? I don't know. But I I, I heard it's bad. Explain and then, it to and me. Those will, and those people will go vote. And meanwhile, everyone else just goes, oh, you know, whatever. And then, and there's a huge you know, political apathy issue in this country as well. And I don't blame them because whenever we do vote Democrats in, they don't get anything done. I mean, mm-hmm. look at this, look at this build back better bill, which has been like completely neutered from the starting point. I remember a few months ago when we were talking about it, I think believe over the summer, it was like, you know, it was, it was, you know, shoot for the moon and then start cutting things down, which is, which is fine. That happens all the time. Now it's getting to the point where there's nothing left, right? It's, it's whittled down to like one point. Seven five trillion over ten years, where it started off at like what five trillion over like I don't, even know. Six I don't trillion. remember the yeah. Six, yeah I don't remember the numbers anymore. But 
that's not important. But the, my point is, it's just games getting whittled down, whittled down, whittled down to the point where it's going to be so ineffective. And they're going to turn around. The, the, the Republicans are going to turn around next year and be like, oh, look, Democrats they didn't do anything. anything done. You got to vote us into power because Democrats, they don't do anything. When the Republicans are in power, they get stuff done. It's not good stuff, but it's the stuff their base wants. That's another thing I want to talk about, too, to, speaking of bases. Um, I don't want to, I'm going to give, uh, I'll sound Pike your credit for this one. Cause this is, this is a point that he made that I, that I'm just going to power and agree with, because I think it's a good point is that every time the, the democratic party, or at least like the liberals or leftists or whatever you want to call us, um, have like a grassroots effort, right? You saw this with Occupy Wall Street. You saw, um, you see this Medicare for all, they squash that stuff immediately. Right. Where when you see when the conservatives see grassroots efforts, you can go back to the Tea Party for this. Right. Um, Whenever they see grassroots, they blob onto it. Now, they might it it might be just a boogeyman. Right. It might like CRT. It might not exist or they might not even do anything about it, but they will play lip service to that. And they and they will and they will embrace that and they will get those people energized to come out and vote. Whereas the Democrats are so scared of any like leftist uprising that anytime that you see any kind of movement and the base of the left, like the, I don't say even the far left, but you know, the leftist movement, you know, even the democratic socialists like Bernie Sanders, like isn't democratic socialism isn't super far left. people. I, I, I hate to break it to you. Democratic socialism is, is like a center left policy, right? It's basically social safety nets, workers' rights. It's not, we're not, talking about socialism where like workers are taking over companies and, and factories. Like we're just, it's just, we're not there yet. Right. Democratic socialism is at least going to give the working class a little bit more power. A little bit more. But anyway, whenever they see any of that uprising, they squash it immediately. Like no Medicare for all. We'll play, we'll play a little bit of lip service to it. There's, there are some politicians out there, obviously who are, who are in favor of it, but they're going to, they're going to say, they're going to they're gonna turn around and blame those democratic socialist politicians for making the party too leftist, and that's why people didn't vote for her. Which is, take some take some accountability, liberals. That's all I'm asking. Liberals starting to start taking some accountability for their L's. Okay, that's my rant. Thoughts? Hey, how, how about we get rid of the two-party system? <laughs> yeah, I would like to see that. Um, no more we parties. Also need to make it better. We also need to make it easier for, for third parties to, to run. We need... I always go back to this. First public, of all, public financing, I'm a big fan of. Easy access to voting, mail-in voting, universal, ranked choice voting. Ranked choice voting would be huge. And and that's um, and that's gonna they'll they'll change a lot of things. I'm not gonna say solve problems. I'm gonna say change a lot of things. It would help to say it would, but it would be a step, right? It would be a step in the right direction where I can say I can take a chance on a person, but then have a backup in case that person doesn't. And I'm, succeed. Yeah, and I'm okay with that because at least now you have um, a little bit of. That's what I'm looking for. Um, you have a better reason to vote too, because if you don't like either either of the two party mainstream candidates, you can go out there and vote for somebody else, and then also say, you know what, I'm gonna and put that this person, person as my second choice. Exactly. In case this person doesn't win, make you know, make people feel a little bit better. Give it feels like it feels like there's a little, even if there's actually like not yeah, more choice. Because <laughs> let's be honest, those, those yeah. third parties are still going to have a hard time. Oh yeah, getting past that threshold. But at least then now the, the voter feels like you know you have a little bit more input, and then once in a while you'll you'll have a third party candidate win, and that'll give them a little bit more more 
more power and then, you know, or even if it's just more choice within your own party, you know, it's like, you know, we go back to like the last, last presidential election. You know, it's like, that's what people don't understand about a one party system. You come down to one person. (laughs) That's what people don't understand about a one party system too. It's a one party system. doesn't mean like this is the candidate and that's the candidate that, that gets put into office. I mean, there's still primaries in a, in a, in a one party system, theoretically. Now you get to a point where you get into one party authoritarianism and then, yeah, it's more of a dictatorship and then that, that, that's problems. But with, but with the primaries, even with that, it's like, if you had ranked choice voting in primary systems, you know, you could take a chance on an Elizabeth Warren or an Andrew Yang and, and then have Joe Biden as your, your, your yeah. bench backup, you know, it's like, you, you want to try someone else. And give them the chance, and if they, yeah, I, I, I give think the ranked choice voting is, is a is a great Gross. is a great move. I also think like public funding of, of elections is something that we need. Uh, to We look should into. take out. We should take out corporate money. We should take out five sixty three B. You know, we should take away the super PACs. You know, because the yeah, super I mean, PACs that was, was a big game changer. When you when, know, when people you, can just honestly throw money yes. in, when people can just throw money after money into advertising, and um. You know the 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 legality of you know all they just can't coordinate things with the the campaign. It's not really hard to you know do that. Um, you know they all figured out ways to get around it, and, and you you have all these super PACs putting out propaganda and and things and spending money over money over money. It's just insane how much money they spend on elections to get their person into power so they can make more money. That's all it is. Has nothing well, to do with I, the people. All right, and that's that's where that's where we're running into problem. And yeah. that's but that also too causes all that distrust in government, right? Because even even when the Democratic Party and the Liberals get into power, they don't they're not they don't accomplish anything. And then they'll turn around and blame progressives for them not accomplishing the the, the, the little bit that we ask of them. So. Do something, so, yeah. people. But that's the thing, too. Like, I don't like. Maybe I mean I think I'm. I, we're both people who are relatively politically engaged, but I didn't even really hear anything much about the elect. You know, the elections this year. Well, the only thing and, happening and in our area talk, was... it's not really something to talk about on a local level unless you're really invested in it. Right, because like I said, know... we only had I only had one candidate to vote. Like, there was only one race really, other than the propositions. Which I'm still really upset that those things got voted down. Um, actually, I had six races to vote for. That people were actually running against each other. Yeah, it was like you know. Well, we had the mayor, mayor. Um, oh, you see, alderman. I think we don't know what our mayor election is. It we had board term. of education. Oh, see, um, we do our, and this is a weird else. thing in New York. I don't know if it's all New York districts, um, but a lot of our board of ed elections are done in the spring when they oh, when they do budgets. Oh, weird. I, Ours are tied I, into go- local government. So a lot, of, a lot of our, which I think it's a better. I, I think it'll get more people involved because I'll be honest. There's a lot of times I don't vote for the school board election. Um, and board of because honestly, sometimes I forget. I forget they're even happening. <laughs> well, also I feel oh, like yeah, the, you know, for school board? the only people that really care about that are people that have kids in school at the time usually. Well, yeah. But, you know, you know, it does education, and I, I want to see. Well, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to see school budget pass, but our school budget usually passes. I don't think. I don't remember the last time it hasn't passed in in our um, in our school district. Go schools. 
Go schools. We fund like your schools. schools. Fund your public education. Yeah. It's the way to fund the future. Maybe you know what? I, you know what? You know what? The next boogeyman issue I think is going to be again is maybe school choice. They're going to run on. Oh, school choice. Which we are not a fan of school choice here at the Generation Millennial Podcast. Let me tell you, you want you want school choice? How about you fund your schools? Yeah. Make that choice. Choose to have That's a good point. Choose to fund your schools. How about that? There's your choice. Choose to fund your schools. Because then you don't because then you don't need school choice. If you actually properly fund your schools and pay your educators and give the supplies to your students that they need to succeed, then you don't need to have alternatives right. to the public school. Right. And, and that's another boogeyman issue. Like, that's another and we have issues turning to like lottery systems and like that. Well, <sighs> basically the the hunger games of of education. It really is. It's it's annoying. Now I like you know. I have nothing wrong with like magnet schools that have, you know, some districts have magnet schools where it's a specialization. So it's like, if your kid is really into math or really into science, they can but go to like that other school. school. Right? That's, but it's, yeah, exactly. That's... It's still public school. It's a lottery, lottery to get in there, but it's still public school. Right. Um, but it's not a charter school. Charter schools are bad people. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. They overwork their employees. First of all, they work because, you know, you hear about public school teachers working a lot of hours for little yeah, pay. Te- yeah. Charter schools. There's no union. They work a lot more hours for less pay. Um, it's not a great place to send your kids because the, the workers there are going to be even less happy. No. And, you, you know, a lot of the times you'll have teachers that either aren't qualified and can't get a job in a, in a, in a public school. Oh, that too, too. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. or those right. teachers are using that because it's their first gig out of school and then they're going to they're going to move on relatively quickly to 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 a better job. So you don't have that consistency. Um, consistency is important in schools. Um, yeah. you see that you see that in the school I work in because there's not there's not a super there's not a lot of consistency um in administration and teachers and and, and it, it, that it's it causes the school to suffer right it's just yeah you bring up a good point about certifications like charter schools and Catholic schools too you don't have to have a teacher certification in order to teach in those schools no um, whereas the public schools um, you do and, and, you know, certification between States is not the same either. Connecticut and New York are probably the, um, two hardest States to get certified as a teacher. in. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a teacher's license, um, in New York state, you can probably get one everywhere. Anywhere. Else. Yeah. Not, and Connecticut too. That's not, that's not reciprocal. Like, if um, you got a license from Mississippi, you're not coming here to teach in Connecticut without going through more testing and all this stuff. Well, there's a lot of tests you have to do because like I, you know, when I was going through it, I had to just take a lot of different tests about, you know, childhood um, literacy, you know, just to like, do you know all the ways to properly teach childhood literacy and like know the different terminology in this, in the statistics and all that stuff. You like, you had to know that stuff and pass that as a one, there's one test. Then there's the other test just of content knowledge. Um, and you had a test on four different subject areas, just for elementary school. You had to know history, math, science, and uh, English and they each were, you passed each one individually. You took them all at the same time, but you had to pass them all. And I always, I always amazed people, the people that didn't pass the history test. I'm like, did you guys ever watch the history channel? Cause it would just help you. Yeah. But they just, they just watch ancient aliens. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> there there was anything about aliens in the test. I I didn't there's no questions about they said who built the pyramids? They're like the aliens, obviously, but pyramids, and they they got that wrong. So it's like, all right, you maybe maybe you maybe, shouldn't maybe teach, should maybe teach, teach, yeah. teach. We're gonna we're gonna pass on this one. 
So oh, um, can history channel, by the way, can history channel go back to actually showing history shit? No, because it doesn't make any money. Nobody oh, cares about that. They just no want to see the alien shows. And the, and do, do they have ghost they have ghost hunter shows on the history channel too? Or is that that's discovery, I think. <laughs> those are my those those are entertaining. Um I know, but I I, I truly but miss. They're, they're not they're no educational value whatsoever. They're just entertaining, and it gets people to believe. Um, I st- I've in, started in watching ghosts. the Smithsonian Channel instead. I didn't, I didn't even know there was a Smithsonian Channel. I, I just popped up on my YouTube TV, and like when I was not feeling well the other day, um, a couple weeks ago, like I popped it on on Monday night, and they had like uh, what the History Channel used to show was just shows about airplanes, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch this for the next four hours. Maybe I should look into YouTube to TV. Uh, it's good technology. Cut the cord. But you still the need problem, a cord. The with problem cable. is, you cut you the cord is I can't, you can't cut the cable cord with it. Yeah, you still need the cable cord. And talking about choices, we have one choice for a high-speed internet provider. And, you know. Oh, we're getting a second choice installed on our street right now. Oh, really? Fron- Frontier just put fiber on our entire block. Yes, we're not people, there yet. But I don't want to switch to Frontier because they suck. Well, at least you have a cho- at least you have a choice though. Yeah. Well, it's, so you know you know why you don't have choices. Spectrum the, or bust here. There's a reason why you don't have choices because it's expensive for companies to do it. Yes. You, because we, we talked about we talked about this. Have too. I talked about this? Okay. I think sorry. we talked about this on the podcast. Um, because you got to install the lines physically, right. so the companies have to put out money to do that. So if you know Cablevision's already in the area or whatever, or Cox or whoever it is, yeah, you know. No, Xfinity doesn't want to come and be like, "Oh, I got a late cable too." Nah, yeah. Not worth see it. what they because I think what they do in other countries, they share say, the lines. I want to say specifically Germany. I've heard this story, um, but probably other countries as well. They yeah, they 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 share like the, the company that that laid the line gets a part of revenue. Which well, is how the I phone. That's, that's, that's how that's phone fair. works. That's how the right. phone lines work. I mean, AT and T owns all the even telephone cell towers nowadays. The you hear like the Boost Mobiles and stuff like that. They don't own their own cell towers. They just they pay oh, other no. companies to piggyback off their cell towers. Well, they use the Verizon's, network. which is fine. But no, all every I don't know if it's Trey Moore, but at one time every telephone co- pole in the country was owned by AT and T. So even if you use a different phone company, you're still that company is still leasing the lines and the poles from AT and T. That's another thing people, I think people have forgotten is like just the history of the telephone and how rural areas got telephone because basically the government demanded that you put telephone poles out there because they, they should have it as well. And the same thing needs to happen with the internet. Yeah. We, we, we stopped short of that part that don't have good internet service. Yeah. Talk about the digital divide right not, there. Right. Cause it's not, it's not um, profitable. To, to go out there and lay all the cable and do all what you need to do to, to have high speed internet. Um, you know, cause you look, that's the thing living in the Northeast. I think we're a little bit spoiled as far as like access, access and popular, you know, just cause population density. Yeah. But you look at a population map in the United States and there's a lot of dirt out there. Yeah. There's a lot of towns out there with like a few people in it and you know, it's not going to be profitable to go lay wire out there or but you or your, point, your family home is the farmhouse that's three miles away from anything else yeah like yeah why are you gonna do that so but you're right the government needs to step in and be mandate that everyone has equal access to uh, a base level of internet speed which means you have to run line out to everybody so that way they yeah, have think, the access but it's something we can do we can totally it's do. something we can do we just you know need to 
and you know, the, and then I think that'll 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 help even maybe more people will move out there. I don't know. probably not because there's nothing else to do, but at least <laughs> like, you know, at least those people also have the service. And well, I like it, to be around. It, people. it might be a little bit more um, incentivizing to to you know to move out to move out to places that aren't as heavily populated. Well, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this. I, I didn't realize until almost halfway through that I didn't have my actual microphone plugged in. And I was using my headphones. Yeah, I thought your voice was a little bit soft on for a little while there. Then I changed. I was like, oh, wait, this is actually on. It's not even plugged in. And I plugged it in. Oh, well. That's... Well, thanks for wasting a perfectly good hour with us. Yeah, I thought it was a perfectly good waste of an hour. I, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Yes, I'm stealing uh, that from Car Talk again. I can't help it. It's just... That's fine. You know what? At least half of those oh, guys are dead, so you know they'll never they'll never find out. Wow! I don't know if the other one died yet. No, he did not. He's still alive. I, he just, I just heard him so. do a promo on the radio last week. Okay. Because <laughs> they're still they still air the shows. Yes, they, they, I, they I did know air. that because I'll, I'll catch it once in a while. Oh. But big car talk fans here in the generation. I, you know they were in the Cars movies too. I did not see the Cars movies. Oh, they're so good. I heard they're good, but they're really I didn't good. have any Pixar movies kids, are great, so what so can I say? You don't have, have to have kids. It's okay. Kids. It's okay. So, you can still watch it. No, listen, I, I love kids entertainment, but um, yeah, the Cars is something I, I passed on. Well, the funny part is, for by the third Cars movie, though, um, one of the brothers had already passed away, so they just like re-spliced his old lines to make him speak in the third movie. So like the one brother had his lines, the other one, like just like they took they just, old lines and just like, used, like lines that they cut or lines that they used. In the like, other movies. like, remember when chef quit South park and they like, they resplice his old lines into it. Yes. It was like that, but better. They weren't making fun of him. They were just right. like, were, well, yeah, like, well, whole, we, we, we still need the character. Though, yeah. That was a different, that was much I different. Remember, I don't even remember all the details behind that, but I do remember um, he, Isaac they, Hayes leaving, leaving the show over some kind was, of controversy. It was like they had a joke that just like went too far for him, and she's like, "I'm done," and he left. And then like they're like, "All right, fine, you can leave. We're still gonna make fun of you now because that's what we that's do." South Park. You know, hello, just, we're South Park. That's, we that's make fun whole, of everybody. That's, the whole, that's their whole gimmick is we just we make fun of people. And no one is safe from us, but you can be um, safe from us. Yeah. As long as you're not asking, you're gonna give me a whole started on a whole other topic because we haven't, we haven't obviously we haven't been able to talk for a while. We had to cancel the last couple episodes. Sorry, I've been sick, and I don't think I don't even think we ever got to talk about the whole Dave Chappelle situation. Yeah, I, or, I, I, uh, honestly, I didn't even pay ten, much attention to Dave Chappelle. That was that was a lot of discourse on the on the Dave Chappelle um, transphobia uh, discussion. Like what you know, what's it was a weird discourse. Um, also, too. You haven't seen Squid Game. I, Sorry, I, no. I want to talk about Squid Game, but you haven't totally, seen it's, it. It's my 90s grunge angst coming out of, I don't want yeah, to watch the, the popular the, thing. The, and, and Everyone else like, is oh, watching this, it, so this I'm is not so going to do it. popular, I got to avoid it, but... Um, well, if, put if, my if, headphones on, listen to if I, can, if I can convince you to turn it around, I would say get, give it a watch, because it, it was, I, was, I was on that, I was in, the, in that mode for a little bit as well, and then um, my wife talked me into watching it. She was it's, like, do you want to watch it? And I was like, not really... But you know, if you want to watch it, we'll, we'll watch it. And it, it was really well done and really good. And you know. I also go to the fact that you know, again, having young kids, the time that I have to watch TV of those it's, kind of things is very it's, limited. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine for kids. Oh kids yeah, sure. Watch. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> like for instance, last night you know, by, by time we there's only, there's only like one sex scene. 
We were like in bed at 9 40. You know, there's a lot of gore. I don't know how your kids handle gore. I know they're only like five years old. Yeah. <laughs> so we were watching maybe, wrestling instead. Maybe, right? maybe not. Yeah, maybe not appropriate. Hey, listen, it's just as violent as wrestling. Maybe, maybe less. Maybe, maybe not as much blood. Um, I'm kidding. Yeah. But yeah. kids, yeah, don't let your kids watch Squid Game. <laughs> Young kids watch Squid Game. I don't know when the appropriate age would be. Yeah, I don't know. Probably like 15, 16. Maybe, maybe we, we I don't did. know. Depending, depending on your kid. I don't know. If it was the 80s, it was at eight, because you know, nobody, nobody cared back then. You know, yeah. and, you speaking know, speaking of that, little kids, little kids watched Robocop. <laughs> we, we watched we watched Ghostbusters last week with them. Like, wait, mm, oh, there's yeah. that scene, and then there's that scene, and then there's you that scene. How, there's, a lot of into, many, there's a lot yeah. of sex innuendos. We're not not even innuendos, so it's like all on like well, you know, you know that whole scene with um with Ray getting getting the blowjob from the um yeah. I hope so. You just did. Banned. The BJ. Yeah. Um, From the ghost. That was like a cut scene that they turned into like the dream. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, it was there. And then there's also like when she's like, I want you inside me. I'm like, "Mm, I hope they don't ask about that later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's just, I think that's something like that just goes over a kid's head. Especially That's what I said because like I was talking to my friends on like we were texting about it before. I'm like, I don't know, I'll probably go over their heads like it went over my heads when I was a kid because I didn't think about any of those things when I was that age. I'm trying to think of what I mean. Ghostbusters came out what 84, 85? 84. So I'm trying to think when I first saw it because I probably was rated. It's rated PG. It's rated PG. But yeah, the rating system back there, they were still trying to figure it out. It should definitely be PG 13. Yeah, PG 13 didn't start until one. I don't know because there's definitely like a lot of sexual context. Like Bill Murray is a sleazy guy in that movie. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, in the beginning when he's like trying to hit on the student. Yeah, but it, but it continues. It's like it oh, yeah. doesn't stop. Listen, he doesn't take advantage of Sigourney Weaver. No, when, he doesn't. Know, when she's possessed, so that that good. Is, that's good. Good, good on, on him. So good on Peter Venkman. So he he does try to hit on people, but he doesn't take advantage of. Doesn't yes, he's a sleaze guy, but he he's, doesn't take advantage. He's of got a line when she's possessed by a demon. He doesn't want cons- sex with him. he he wants consensual. Yes, it's got to be consensual. It's all about consent. From, and from the actual person, not the person possessing the person. That's true too. Because technically, it was with consensual with the with the with the spirit with Zool. Yes. The takeaway for this episode is don't have sex with demons. <laughs> And it always makes sure if you it's ever come across an actual demon. Don't, don't try to. And also, them. if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. You always, always. <laughs> Ray, oh, if someone times, asks Steve. if you're a god, you say yes. Good times. By the way, side note, ranting. it was, it was so, ranting so, for an hour. Side note, sorry. The, there's a very there's a throwaway line in the in the tower scene there, where um, he you know I oh, I always forget his name. The fourth one, I always forget his name. Winston. Winston. He he makes mention. He goes, "This is not worth eleven five a year." <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't never he noticed was, that. He was making less than thirty thousand dollars in today's money to be a Ghostbuster. Well, you know the Ghostbusters really they couldn't really pay that well. You know? <laughs> they were not making a living wage. They, they weren't making, <laughs> or they weren't you know, paying. It was, it was, it's really I, mean, I can imagine it'd be very expensive to to, to run a containment unit. I just I heard it while I was watching. I was like, wait, I gotta Google how much money that is now. Like thirty grand. It's like less than thirty grand. It was like twenty eight thousand dollars a year. And today's money. So ghostbusting not lucrative unless yeah. maybe maybe the other guys make more and they just paid him less. I don't know. They needed a, they needed a union. <laughs> yeah, they, Ghostbusters they needed, needed a union. 
Well, I guess we'll just leave on that. Yes, <laughs> Ghostbusters. That's a good. That's a good takeaway. Like Ghostbusters need 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 a union. Well, I'm gonna be seeing the new one in a couple of weeks, so we'll see if they have a union. Then. When does when does that come out? Um, is that out already? I don't see. I don't know. We bought tickets because it's for my son's friend's birthday oh, party. Cool. Um, I am the the one so thing the pandemic has done for me is spoiled me. I don't want to go to the movies anymore. I want to we're, be able we're, to watch. We're going to see another movies at home, so I can I can pause it if I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the snacks are a lot cheaper. It comes out on the nineteenth um, or the eighteenth. I can order. I can order dinner. I can have a drink because we don't have movie theaters that that offer like adult beverages. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, Although, you know like, what? If though? We had one of those movie theaters. I have a problem. I'd, I'd be there. All, I'd be there a lot. I'd go. But to again, the you go in the problem of like you can't pause it because if I have a drink while I'm watching a movie, I'm constantly you have to drinking it. Multiple times. I gotta go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I just that's, rather. That's I'd rather, true too. I rather dehydrate myself. <laughs> and of course, every, the smallest beverage they give you in a theater is like <laughs> 24 ounces. So, yeah, yeah. there's that problem. It's like I want to. I want to eat out. The medium is a gallon. <laughs> Give, give me like one of those slim eight ounce cans of soda. That's what I want. Yes. So like I have a little bit to parch. I don't have to go know. to the bathroom in, in the movie. Yes, I don't need I don't need a gallon of liquid for eight dollars. I like how we signed off ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is what I do. Anyways, okay. Well, so, uh, in that super case, super episode of the general. See, we had, lot, we had a lot of catching up to do because we've been off yeah, for the past well, two weeks. And, and, so we apologize. I know people probably missed us very much. I got you know I was inundated with text messages and. <laughs> And, and and Twitter just saying, where's the generation selling a podcast? Any where where what happened? Are you guys are you guys canceled? Are you guys done? And I was like, no, no. We'll are back. you on a hiatus like Ring of Honor because you guys are in debt? And we couldn't afford. We can't afford to, to run anymore. No, it's, 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 we already have all the equipment. This is basically this is all free now. It's all free. We're on Twitch now, so you can watch this on mm-hmm. Twitch. Follow me right. at Referee Vinny Lax. Um, see that? Yeah, no spaces. I, I have a I have a brand. I have a branding issue. Yeah, you do. I think on Twitter, I'm Ref Lax. On Twitch, I'm Referee Vinilax. I don't think, I think Ref Lax I couldn't get for some reason. Mm. So yeah, no spaces, Referee Vinilax. I don't even know if I can change my Twitter name at this point. Maybe I should. Anyway, thanks for watching. Have Everyone, a good one. Have a good week. Until Bye. next time. See you.